Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am fine as well. I have to say that ever since last week or whenever it was, we discovered the film of the Nike hands-free shoes. I'm just kind of watching on a loop. I think it's a meditation tool. Yeah, I would not have thought if you told me people stepping into shoes um, is very interesting to look at. I, I don't think I would have believed you, but it is. It is. And I also, I especially like the one that just shows the sneaker magically doing it by itself in space. Oh. Have you seen that? That one is kind of doing my head in. I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. Because you need to scroll down the page, but it's it's really quite something. Because, I mean, it's so clever. Yeah. A hands-free sneaker, that's clever. And it's got this thing on their site where it says diving boards and kickstands. I don't know what a kickstand is, but I know what a diving board is. Thank you. Oh, I know so what you, a kickstand is. What's that? It, it actually, I, I, I don't like them at all because I hate I hated athletics. But it's, but before you start running, I think it's where you put your oh, feet. Oh, that thingy. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I, might, I might be wrong, but I think that might be that, a kickstand. No, that makes absolute sense because it's mm. like the front part of the shoe is the diving board. And then it breaks mm. and the heel comes off as and is done like a kickstand. So you slide your foot into the main bit of the shoe and then press your heel back, back yeah. and it and the kickstand comes up. That's I mean, it's true. not the loveliest looking thing. It's just mesmerizing. Yeah. And I do like in the, I do like what they've done with colors in the. The colors are nice. Ad and how they matched them up with the socks and the rest of the outfit i mean yeah, you would expect that but you know still i yeah. it's a small thing i appreciate it, it. and yeah. i like that it's on funny old-fashioned red carpet yes that's a funny touch that's true because, yeah it doesn't really quite make sense but no. it's quite good mm. it's like yeah and they're just amazing and i love it that they did it with adaptive athletes in mm. mind and i love yeah. the word adaptive yes that's that's I think so it's good. the best yeah. word ever because mm. it's that the universe needs to adapt to people yes. who have particular adaptations in their mm. being. And I just, yeah, I can't stop watching it. I think it's like, it's an illness now. But it it's just fascinating. Yes. It's... And I love the strip that goes around that's what enables it to all come together. Yeah. It's very, very clever. I always think trainers are one of the cleverest, well, maybe not, maybe rockets are still a bit more complicated but um i i just i always love the design i, I yeah well no I, i'm not the only one but i it's just i always find it so interesting what, what they me come too. up with mm. me too and and i can remember like decades ago saying that i feel like toothbrushes toothbrush design and sneaker design is kind of similar like it seems like i mean now everyone has electric ones but the not the normal ones the I don't know what you call it, manual ones. Mm. They seem to become more and more like sneakers with all the like That's pads true. on them and different mm. colors and everything. And I feel like various things somehow aesthetically link to trainer design. That's an interesting point. Because do you know what I mean? All yeah. those like for for some reason I'm thinking of like razors and things, but there's no, like the way they're true. sort of colorful and they have those like paddy bits with perforations on mm. for you to hold mm. and to fit in your hand. There seems to be some 
connection in my brain anyway yeah to sneakers no that does make sense what i always find odd is how sometimes it takes quite a while to get to a good design and I, my mm. example is always like suitcases you know when first yes first yes. Ro rolls um casters came in they were really tiny and i yeah. had this suitcase you could almost you couldn't almost you pull it because it would just it would go into this motion left right left right and it would just swing more and more and more and then yeah. you had to stop and then at some point they just use bigger casters and you think why did no one think of that yes. at the beginning <laughs> yeah like it just seems so hmm. obvious i mean in a way i know i'm jumping about that's what i think with the new look that was a style that had been banded about hmm. since pre-war yeah but then dior does the ultimate version of it and i feel like it's like everything came together and I feel it's like what you're it's like you're saying mm. that designs take a while to kind of settle yeah like visually we have to all become used to them but also for all the little bits to fit together properly and it to work properly yeah that's true yeah it's also the other thing I guess is the other thing I always find interesting is when the after the 20s you know when the hems go down again and how at the beginning mm. they're just sort of bits hanging down not the entire yes, hem the and, points mm. and then it all starts to come together yeah yeah there's always like a tipping point isn't there mm. but do you think we need these trainers ourselves or do you think if we had them we would never do anything else we just keep putting them on and off again and uh, i think there is this there is a not not small i think a sort of medium-sized chance that that would happen that we would just play with the trainers the whole time so i think maybe not because okay um maybe maybe we should check in on ourselves in a month or so see how we feel yeah and if we're not yeah. super excited anymore but sort of just happy yes then maybe if we've stopped watching the videos yes. every day yeah I think that then, would be the that would be a good sign. Yeah. That would be a first step towards our sneakers. Yeah. I think that's a good yeah. plan. I mean it's probably good that shops aren't open right now or we would both be in them. Yeah. Annoying sales assistants by just going look look. Yeah, it's it's weird. I I don't actually like shopping that much, but I do really miss shops by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've always liked online shopping. I was an early adapter of online shopping and That's I enjoy true. it. Mm. But yeah, it's because like we're not even going into supermarkets or anything. Mm. And just even that would be nice. Or yeah. a florist. I'd really like to go into a yeah, florist. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be lovely. Yeah. I have got obsessed with houseplants again there. Uh, which is clearly a... That's, that's good. I never, I, I have one plant now. It's a bit sad. Yeah, no, I never really have plants. I'm not quite sure why. I, ne I never really had. Um, well, like, my mum and dad have always had loads of plants and loved gardening, and it was always around me all the time. So I've always had plants wherever I've lived. But then, and I'm not putting any blame or casting aspersions, when I used to travel a lot, somebody didn't always water uh, my plants. Yeah. Mm. So, I, so I stopped having them because it was too sad to come mm. home and they were not happy. But then the first lockdown, I ordered some from, you know, that lovely place in Brixton Market, Cornucopia. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they have the plant. And I ordered three from there in very beautiful pots. And pots have yes, to be beautiful too. Can't just be the plant beautiful no. plot too. So I've had those three. And then last week, 
I just was like, I have to have more plants. So I've all, I've now got six. Wow, that's quite and a lot. I know, and I'm in love with all of them. I talk to all of them. Coda、mm. gets jealous because I talk to them, and he also, for some reason, gets jealous when I miss them. But I think this might be because in the summer I missed him. With the Aven mineral water spray,、oh, so I think he thinks I'm giving because he comes and puts his face and like shuts his eyes, <laughs> which is what he does when he has his Aven mineral water spray in the summer. That's what I do. Well, I... you better not come round when I'm missing them, <laughs> so I don't want you and Koda <laughs> demanding to be missed. It <laughs> exactly. I can only cope with one,、oh. you know, desperate Mister、mm. at a time. I think the other thing with plants, with me, I, as you know, I have this trouble of letting go of things, and、oh, yes. I, I sometimes get a plant like, and then it really is, it probably had had its day, but I just can't, I can't let go of them.、Um, oh. So that's and that is, it's quite hard, yeah. So yeah, that's that's、mm, difficult. Yeah. Well, maybe don't get. Plant. Yeah, I'll, I'll think, need to I'll think that over. Yeah, you can send me pictures, maybe occasionally. I will. Thank I you. Will on their progress. Thank you. Oh wow! And did you watch the film? Oh, this is. I know. I did watch the film. It's so insane. It is insane. It. Oh my word! It's very hard to know even where to start. I But, know. I. I mean, I have to say, I did not know what was going on. At first, oh, it's I... like it takes a moment to actually, because because okay, so because what's its name in English? I always want to say lions, but it is lions the lion of the Mongols. Okay,、um, yeah, I think it's so amazing that they put all these online for free. I mean, it's such an、I、amazing、know. website. I think I,、oh、I'm, God, I don't know whether they, it's to do with the current situation, but I, I, I only discovered it then. So no, it's it. Brilliant! It's so brilliant, and like it's from nineteen twenty-four. Yeah, that's right. Which is amazing and fascinating. Thank you for sending me that book、mm. about about the Russian influence because you because I hadn't like I hadn't read anything about it before I watched it, so I really didn't know what was going on. But the beginning scenes where you're in. I mean, I later read it's supposed to be Tibet, yeah, Tibet it's, but it's、yeah. not. It's、no. not Orientalist fantasy,、yeah. God knows what. And I was thinking. This is crazy. There's like all these ballet russe seeming costumes, but、It's... then there's also Poire seeming costumes, and then there's Chinese, Indian, Thai. Yeah, it's like Orientalism,、references. you know, personified or、uh, filmified or whatever. It is. It's like the apotheosis, yeah. Yeah. where it tips over and becomes its own genre、mm. that is detached from any reference point, and is it's like crazy because you have. You have the women in their kind of baxed style, yeah, sort of harem kind of pants, yes,、mm. and beaded bra tops. Oh, and also Metropolis, but Metropolis is later. But the costumes when a robot Maria seem to link. That's interesting、well. because the person who made the costumes for this, Boris Belinsky, he did the Metropolis poster only though for France. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because、mm. I thought he must have done the costumes for that、mm. as well. I don't think he did. No. Be,、mm. And just those crowd scenes at the beginning, and you're in this weird set. Yes. That's very like an opera set or something. It's very baroque, oriental. But what are they? Is it bus, busby when you know where you? Yeah, where you always have to have a big、um, staircase. 
Yes, but this isn't like Busby Buckley, drill sergeant, everything neat. That's this true. is it's chaos. Not, it's totally like, chaos. The, they are the most chaotic crowds you've yeah. ever seen. And and then later when when the main man is in the club when he's getting drunk and he's sad. Yeah. That is the That's maddest dance insane. you've ever seen. Because they seem to be in a kind of three foot space mm. and they're they're all dancing with each other because they're so squished in. Yeah. And they look like they're going to fall over onto the little tables in the bar. I mean that at any moment. That I mean I don't know that much about camera, you know, technique mm. and stuff. But I there is one scene so when when what's his name? Prince Rund Gito Singh. So when he has to flee, um and he yes. flees with the woman he loves, the young woman. In the forest. Yeah, and they're on they I think they are on an actual horse. I don't think that's yes. sort of trickery no, or anything. So they're both on the horse with warriors haunting them, on horses very close by around them, and the camera seems to be right in the middle with him sort of fending off all these people and i think how is yes. that possible in the 1920s no, the camera work is amazing the camera mm. work is really amazing because you get i love the close-ups that you get like at the beginning where you just get his sword you know the pearls, right? pearls. there's a lot of pearls in mm. this film a lot of pearls um, a lot of pearls and and he seems to like i read that john epstein the director really likes like fast editing which like in the forest which by the way those gigantic paper flowers what were they doing in the forest i don't know <laughs> they seem to be almost as big as the horses and he loves like, those close-ups the camera work is really cool because mm. because you get lots of kind of literally clutching your pearls yes close-ups or you and or if his I'd ring been wearing pearls i would have been clutching yeah. mine because so you so let's kind of think what happens you're in the beginning you're in this orientalist fantasy realm mm-hmm with the evil despot who has strange facial hair that just yes. grows in wispy strands from random places on his face. And he has a strange kind of tiered, maybe tie-inspired headdress and costume. And then he seems to have minions rushing around him who are dressed in kind of 14th century strange yeah, they you know. they reminded me at times because I kept thinking, where did he get the information from? And then I thought, should yes. I look at the Louvre? Did he walk around the Louvre? Oh, that's an interesting or what? Idea. What did he do? And um, then it sort of sometimes it seems to be Egyptian, but then sometimes, like you say, it's sort of got this tiered pagoda thing going on. But yeah. that I thought you sometimes get that in depictions from the Renaissance of that's exactly religious. What I ah, okay. Like the major, yeah, no, I or... exactly the same. And I was trying to find because I can see the painting in my head, and I can't think who it's by. Where you have you have like ambassadors coming from different countries mm. to worship or something, yeah, or to to see the king, and and so you get someone from an African country and a Turkish person, yes. etc., mm. etc. Et and it that's what it looked like because you had a lot of headdresses that seem like Renaissance. Renaissance idea of, of the East, yeah. yeah. Mm. And you also had, I mean, frankly, the prince, yes. I, I have no idea. No, I have no idea. It obviously had to show his legs. He's obviously really... I know, because he's got bare legs and he's got that funny garter on. Yeah, he, he wears, I mean, it's very garter. camp, I think. It's so camp. I mean, the bit where they're suddenly on a cruise, on a, not a, ship, a cruise ship, like a boat. Yeah. 
they look like pantomime dames. That's true. And also, there is something going on with the prince and his, how would you call him, his right-hand man, I guess. Yes. Because that, when he leaves yes. the ship, when the man goes back to yes. wherever he goes to, they almost kiss. I mean, it's... I they... know, there's erotic tension. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Mm. And their costumes are insane mm. because they've got like those teeny weeny little puffy britches that are again what are they like they're like hot pants Italy. Yeah. they're like puffy hot pants yeah bare legs they've got studded like high boxing boots yes. with studs mm. and then i mean i don't need to, and then i don't even really know what's going on on the top half just no. a selection of decorative devices and a lot of pearls and then and some then, of them are quite modernist sort of you know, yes. stripes and zigzaggy yes. things You'll going on. You'll suddenly have someone pop. Yes, there's that one that sort of just hops through the scene. Yeah, the fool. In black and white stripes. Mm. And no, it is It is like they've thrown everything. They've thought of every historical global dress reference they could muster. They've put it through the lens of the ballet russe. And then they've just made it into a scene. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah, when they're in the forest, that's just trippy. Yeah. But then suddenly you're on a packet boat. I know. With people dressed in 1924 fashion. And just the prince and And his right-hand man. And the prince and his his sidekick Mm. suddenly appear in their costume. And, And I thought, what the hell was it that we were watching a film being made? But it's not, that's not the film within the film. It's that Lady Anna... Yeah. is making the film on the boat somehow. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. And then the prince appears, but then his right-hand man goes back to their home. So is it meant to be that the packet boat is in the sea of this imaginary, still stuck in the you know 12th century Yeah, to be honest, fantasy I just, I didn't even think about how that, I just accepted that bit. I okay, just thought, probably yeah. better to do that. Mm-hmm. So they've just mm-hmm. somehow got from the forest with the paper flowers yeah and what happened to, to the, the girl you know to the ocean oh no she's yes, she's dragged away isn't she oh, she's dragged be, away yeah. and they're like don't go after her and you think no you should actually yeah you mm. should go after her yeah you got her in this situation get mm. her out of it but no he's now on a boat with french filmmakers and there and is a strange attraction between him and lady anna yes and then he oh he before his hat his right hand man leaves he gets him to sell jewels to get him some clothes. Yes. So then he's wearing the most unconvincing supposed turban. Yes. It's like a Poiret turban, really. It's like a Poiret turban, yes, with 1924 menswear, but then he's, like, popping the collar and looking like, what on earth is this pocket square in my pocket? Yeah. Because he, he's he's not used to that dress. And then he somehow, she decides he could be an actor and they take him back to Paris. Mm. She's very nicely dressed. I want, I wish. She is. I I suspect this wasn't Boris Bilinski. I suspect he was responsible. The only thing I will say is she has hats with strange extended parts that I wasn't always sure what that was (laughs) for. Yeah, that's true. It's quite asymmetrical. But no, she is really interesting. She wears Mm. really really good because she goes for longer length and there's some amazing ostrich feather action oh yes and collars and and and, and trains 
Yeah, and she always has matching dress and then a, a, a coat or a cloak or something. Yes. But what I find quite odd, so that, well, there's so many things, but I, I have a feeling he's meant to be really young, sometimes the way they talk about yes. him. Yes. And also, I suspect she's meant to be younger than she clearly okay. is. But they both look like they're in their forties. Yeah, I think I, she was actually she was born eighty four, so that she would be forty. Um, okay. Yeah, and he would be a bit. He's and a bit younger. They're both Russian actors, aren't yeah. they? Mm. And then and then you have a kind of mirroring that you had the evil despot in whatever the land was he came from, and then you have the evil financier who is jealous of the two of them mm. being, being together. But they're not romantically involved because of the later twist. Because but they almost are, though. You know, well, that's, that's also the thing. There's kind of like yeah, incest yeah. going on. Because until you you get until you get to the twist, I thought that's where this was heading towards. Me too. Um, but also, but also, when they're still on the boat, she speaks to him in their native tongue, whatever that is. Yes. But then that's never mentioned again. Because frankly, I think he should have questioned her. Yeah. About that. Because yeah. that was weird. But we meant to just set that aside. But also I think he very suddenly can speak French. <laughs> that's yes, quite that's interesting. True. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean as you say, I think it's best not to try and rationalise it because it's it's completely irrational and you just have to give yourself up to yeah. the glorious the other thing that I no, find interesting with the with the um, crowd scene, for instance, and it happens again at the very end where some people from his homeland come to Paris to take him back. And they wear, oh, yes. they look to me like almost like they wear women's shoes. And I have a feeling that that was another way. Shoes. Oh, yeah, they might. Yeah. But generally, it maybe that's then more something at the beginning in the crowd scene. I feel that was another way of denoting Oriental is sort of, giving men something that you would expect at that point women to wear normally so i don't know maybe that's that's wrong but um what do you mean that that it's like another way of kind of othering yes mm -hmm. I yeah. See. yeah yeah because there's no, one particular right. figure which at first i thought they're coming down the steps and i'm still not 100 percent sure but i thought it was a woman but i said oh no no there's actually a man but they're wearing this really you know elaborate ostrich feather headdress and again harem sort of pants and and so I thought they're sort of mixing things up a bit yes. although on the whole they do keep the distinction between they do but yeah. it's slippery because because the costumes are so just out there yeah and I, yeah and then it's very odd I did read somewhere that it was meant to mirror the Russian revolution and then oh, really? it's that sense of exile yeah I read that too mm. And there is that fascinating sort of tension of, of people who've been forcibly exiled from their homeland and then they're kind of imagined, or not imagined, but like they're the nostalgic sort of semi-fossilised view of their homeland coming out through their art. Oh. I don't know. It's mm. Yeah, and then they're in Paris and that's amazing. Yeah, she has the most amazing living room. <laughs> yes, that's even that's salon. Even, it's just got a million cushions on yeah it. yeah i would quite like that yeah I, I wouldn't mind that but then i mean then they're making a film just so we have another twist then they're making a film where he's designed the costumes 
and the sets. So we then have him recreating his story as a film in Paris in a studio. Yeah, which makes her sad because it reminds yes. her. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So you have him wearing his who knows what costume that he had at the beginning, but now it's a double costume because it's become a film costume yeah. within a film costume. Yeah, that's very strange. I and mean, they still so haven't better. discussed uh, why, you know, where he is from and all that. Do you think they still haven't had the conversation? They still haven't, no. Mm. They've just focused on acting, I think. Yeah. Rather than, you know, where have you come from? What on earth mm. is going on? And why are you wearing that outfit? And why can you speak my language? Yeah. And then I think that's really sad when when it, she goes away from the set because it's all, you know, reminding her that too much. That is very sad. And then she goes in her dressing room and the banker, um, the banker Morel, he comes in and she says she doesn't love the prince. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, and he hears it. Yes. And mm. then he goes on the drunken binge of all drunken yes. binges. I like the way he has two glasses on the go mm. all the time. And how when and the waiter comes and wants to just fill the glasses, he just holds on to the bottle. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And he gets so plastered. Yeah. It's it's very... And the way it's filmed is amazing. The way you get, like, double, triple exposures yeah. of him getting drunker, the bottles, the, the pressed up against the lens. Amazing array. Of, you have people of every gender, sexuality... Yeah, skin color mm. in that melee of people dancing, and they're so—it's so funny the way they're like holding whoever they're directly dancing with, but then they're usually clinging onto the next couple along as well, just yeah. to keep them up. Right. They almost have like a conga type thing going at yes. one point. Yes, it's very, very strange, and it's the jockey club. Yeah, and you did you see Kiki? Yes, amazing, isn't it? I can't believe that she's in that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you do get, I, I, you, you, they're very good actors because you get the feeling they're also all on a lot of wine or something while they're dancing. It really is yes. the most raucous. And even the, the, even the film director who comes to get the prince, he's getting him. <laughs> and then the <laughs> next thing. Isn't oh that... my God. Yes. When they're going through, the, through Paris at yeah. high speed on a car. Yeah. That is incredible when he says faster, faster. And then he, and again, how does that work with a camera, you know? And, and how it looks so dangerous. At some point it he does. stands up in the car and then he sort of falls back because of the speed. And you think he actually, this is not acting. He did actually fall back. Yeah. No, no, no. Because they're going he pulls, on the Champs-Élysées yeah, at one point. Yeah. So, so do you think the cameraman was in standing in the front seat of the car when that was going on to get that shot? Or like... Um, I think he probably front? was mounted on the, on the what is, right. what's the front bit like of the, the car? Bonnet. Bonnet, the that's car. the word. Maybe it was mounted. But I guess that they are... The cameras in the film, so the fake cameras that film yeah. the film in within the film, yeah. they are the ones where they have to constantly, what's the word, you know, turn a handle. And yes. I, and I wonder, is that generally what you have still at that point? And would that poor person on the bonnet <laughs> steadily, wildly. steadily? That, those shots and then you get the shot of the wheel, the car wheel. Oh, yeah. Round. That's amazing. Yeah. And also, and what, later, what what sorry, is this no. about? Why does what? he why does he want to go so so fast? Because, is it just a distraction to forget? Drunk or? and emotional mm. and 
he wants to forget and mm. he's dicing with his life and the life of the director and, and the, the poor woman he's sort of rescued yeah who gets dragged along into all mm. of this and then when a bit later on when he's reunited with anna when they go to the olympic hotel amazing shots of the outside with those double yes. doors and then the masquerade party going on inside yeah but then the also the, the page boys how small you know how young they look He's like they're tiny. six or or something they, like i think that. they are six they're mm. minute they're mm. very very wily and yes. adaptable though they're very yeah. quick when but, they're climbing up the side of the building yes mm. oh my god and but that masquerade party also it, insane another yeah. insane dance chaotic crowd scene and also when how how does it work again so he they know the police is coming because morel has played a trick on the yes. prince so they're in yes. morel and anna are in the in their hotel room they still haven't had the conversation um still and morel is coming in he's shooting the prince but not fatally Yeah, he shoots and injures the prince, but in the meantime, the teeny-weeny page boy has taken one of the prince's countrymen who've come to find him up the side of the hotel, up that incredibly vertiginous open stairway. They've climbed in the window, and his sidekick reappears and stabs Morel yeah. and kills him. So they then run to the run out, and we are told again by... That maybe the same page boy don't go out because police are yes. at the door and then they're meant to disguise themselves and instead oh, of so instead of taking a really so he goes to the check-in place to the wardrobe and uh, not wardrobe yeah. i always say wardrobe what is it called where you handle cloak, cloak room and um instead of getting a proper sort of decent sized mask he gets <laughs> them these tiny you know masks just like a strip a across strip their of eyes. black but just don't you think that's just the best most hilariously ironic scene? yeah given the extravagance of all the costuming that that prince has been wearing yeah. that when he's actually wearing a disguise it's just a strip of fabric yeah. across the eyes yeah and no they're one like would perfect. possibly and then recognize no one will know it's yeah. Him. yeah and then they're in the party it's so bonkers it it's is. so brilliant and bonkers oh my god Oh my god. Yeah. And then he eventually discovers she is his sister. Yeah, which is mind boggling. Again, don't really quite understand. Yeah, I don't I know, I don't understand that either. And I've seen it twice now and I still don't get it. And then <laughs> and then that you have a sort of flashback where she sort yeah. of remembers what happened and so she's yeah. she is actually older than him. Yes. In in I was gonna say in real life, but <laughs> she uh, so anyway, well. in whatever universe and yeah. then the thing that then puzzled me is that she she said he had a lion tattooed on his chest and i kept thinking yeah. but he was a little boy so what happens to a tattoo <laughs> i know <laughs> i just because you and you only see that in the opening yes. shots where they do like flashes of different things they show the lion yeah. tattoo on his chest mm. on the a grown person's chest you actually man. never see it on the, on the little boy And and like in her flashback when she's telling him what happened, so it's that the evil despot kills their parents, is that it? And takes over the whatever I the think... land is they live in, and then take somebody else, not the evil despot, but somebody else takes her, and the financier morale somehow finds her. 
Yeah. The morale thing, I never understand why she was beholden to him, why she couldn't just tell him. Well, I I think it's... The, go off. No, I don't know why she couldn't just get rid of him. Hmm. He saved her, but I don't know how she, again, from this magical fantasy oriental land, I don't know how she got from there to in the hands of morale. No, I don't know either. Or who it was who you see in her flashback carrying her out mm. of the kind of who knows what massacre kind of Delacroix style painting set of what's going on there. Yeah. Because it's very Sardanapalus at that, that point. That is, that's true, it is. But mm. then who knows what how she gets out of that and gets to the financier yeah, and, and then to Paris. And who exactly rescued the boy. Um, yeah, because where was he? I know. I think he was meant he to was be killed. Because he was in the land, just but, hanging out. Yeah, but obviously oh, the... So they thought he... So the they evil didn't know, thought he'd been killed. Yeah, the, the evil despot didn't know that right. it was him as it was. But, so yeah. maybe whoever took the prince and Anna out from the despot at that point where he took over was supposed to kill them. Yes. But somehow instead freed the boy yeah. and gave the girl to the equally evil financier. Yeah, and the boy stayed, grew up, but the despot didn't realise that that's who he is. But he nevertheless saw him as a threat, even though he doesn't know he's that little. He's the lion. Yeah, and then I don't know who the woman was back in his land that he left to her own devices after the despot was... Yeah, and then he marries her at the end. Yeah, that I is, feel she got a rough deal. Yeah, and I, I don't, I'm not into, she doesn't seem to be entirely happy at the end. She doesn't, you know, frankly, given it's clearly very easy to escape. The evil despot. Yeah, you know, I think she should have done that and just made her own way. Yeah, because all the yeah. pearls, I'm not sure that all the, the pearls per- that she's wearing is going to do it. Maybe mm. nice, but, yeah. you know. Despot married to a prince you don't really want to marry. That's no. not good. No, the pearls are extraordinary. The jewellery is extraordinary. They have so many rings on. Yes. And then some of the headdresses, they do look a bit like cardboard with glitter on them, they which do. I love. They do. I love that. Mm. And also yeah. what I also love, that's why I would love to see it in uh, slow-mo, is at the beginning, which at this, you know, like a prior fancy dress party thing, I think occasionally you get a, a glimpse of an extra being a bit bored. Or yes, I think it's, or they don't quite they know also, what to do or they're having no, a chat. That's or, true. You, absolutely. And I also like that there are a number of occasions where even the main actors crash into the scenery. Yes. There's like Anna at one point sort of gets stuck with a chair by a table and trying to get out from behind it. And no, it's very, it's really funny because it's such an over-the-top production and there's so much kind of energy in it. And yet it's, it's all, and it's so professional in terms of, you know, the, the camera work mm. and everything. It's amazing. But then there's these bits that are so kind of awful in the middle of it. Yeah. But, but also good. Yeah. No, I I think it is. Thank you so much for bringing me this. Oh, incredible. you're very welcome. I I think I I've only I haven't watched any of the other long ones. I've watched one or two of the other short episodes. Yeah, I think we need ones. to work our way through the, yeah. the Cinematech website yeah. because I think there's another film on there that that has Poirot cross, costume. So maybe we should watch that one. Yeah, next. that sounds good. Yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> well, I I think that's I think maybe we can just sit down and try and understand what it was we saw. Yeah. Just sit quietly and try and work out what it was we saw. Yeah.
That sounds yeah. good. Okay, well, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.